Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Friends, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, I want to discuss two different types of goals, and hopefully this will illustrate to you why perhaps you haven't reached the goals that you want to, but also give you a framework for what you could focus on instead to get better results and get the end outcome that you're looking for. So the title of this episode is Behavior Goals Over Outcome Goals. And what I mean by that statement is that instead of looking directly at the outcome and the end result that you want, you should put more time and emphasis on behavior goals. So this is what the two items they actually mean. Outcome goals are results. These are the end, this is the end goal that you want to achieve. Okay, so it might be something specific as lose 20 kilos. It might be something like run a 5K. It might be bench press one times body weight. So it is a clearly defined target. It is one specific goal. That is what an outcome goal is, okay? Then on the other side, we have what are called behavior goals. These are specific actions and habits that you take. So the distinction between the two things are as follows. Outcome goal is the end result. Behavior goals are the stepping stones and the identifiable items and habits that you actually take to take you from point A to point B. Now, this is why this is really important. You cannot directly influence the end goal or outcome, okay? Most people, when they set goals, they focus solely on the end goal, the result that they want to achieve, and they focus on it with all of their heart and with all of their might and all of their emphasis and all of their attention. Their focus is on that end goal, the outcome that they want to achieve. The problem with that is, if that's all you do, if all you do is focus and pay attention solely on the outcome, nothing happens. So if your goal happens to be, I want to lose 20 kilos, I want to get to a size 12, I want to run a 5K, I want to bench press my body weight. If that's all that you focus on, nothing happens. Because all you're doing is focusing on something which is, you know, it might be months away. You're focusing solely on what you want to happen. Not focusing on what you need to do to make it happen. So that's the difference. One is the end result that you crave, that's your outcome goal, and the other is the stepping stones and the actual things that need to be ticked off to take you there. So when you think about it like that, what makes sense in terms of where to put your time, effort, and energy into? I understand your goal is very important to you, or your goals, if you have several, that's fine. I, I'm not taking that away from you. I don't, I don't want you to not have goals. But what you need to do is you need to focus on how to go from point A to point B. So when you start focusing on completing and ticking off certain behaviors and actions, the end result starts to take care of itself. So I'll go through these in a little bit of detail so you can sort of connect the dots here. If your goal is to lose 20 kilos, it's going to take, you You definitely understand, or hopefully would understand, it's going to take time. But you also need to understand that as a non-negotiable, you must be in a calorie deficit. 
This is non-negotiable. Okay, this is a law that cannot be broken. If you are not in a calorie deficit, you will not lose weight, period. So if we understand that, then we go a little bit further and we think, okay, how are we gonna create this calorie deficit? What actions, what things need to be put in place to achieve that calorie deficit? Maybe it is to reduce all calorie beverages. So maybe it means no alcohol. Maybe it means that you drink black coffee instead of having your latte or your cappuccino with two sugars. That's one way to do it. But basically, you have to identify all the things which are going to help you achieve the end goal. When you do that and you have clearly identifiable action items and behaviors in place, the goal becomes simple. Complete the action. Get the tick on the board. When you start getting these ticks on the board, something something magical happens. This is where you start to develop confidence in yourself. You start developing and instilling self-belief because you can start to see this progress every single day. So if, for example, on your habit tracker, I use uh, habit tracker, I use an app to track uh, my daily progress. I have some things which I need to tick off each day to achieve my goals. That's what I use. It's a free, uh, free app. You just go into the app store or Google Play or whatever and you just type in habit tracker app. And you can start to put these things in play for yourself. So if it is no calorie beverages as your particular behavior goal, then if you, on that day, don't drink any calorie beverages, you can put a tick next to that item. And let's say another item is, let's say it is to either train, so strength train, or walk for 30 minutes on a particular day. Let's say that's on there as well. If you tick that off and you complete it, bang, that's two wins on the board. Then your goal becomes to do that every single day. Whatever these action items uh, start to be. And this is why so many people get disillusioned and frustrated with their goals, is because you fixate so much on the goal, you fixate on it, and that's all you think about, that you miss the forest for the trees. You're looking at the end goal, and you can't see what is directly in front of you. You cannot see the things that need to happen to take you from where you are to where you want to be. So that's that's why this is so important. I cannot stress this enough. This is highly highly important that you grasp this concept but it's more important that you actually do something with this information i want you to have a goal i want you to aspire to be better to be stronger to become leaner to be healthier to be able to do the things that you want to do in your life but the only way that you're going to make these things happen is by setting specific daily actions and changing specific behaviors so don't concern yourself so much with the end goal and the end result that you want to achieve. Because that means that you're taking your focus and your energy away from what needs to happen to get that tick on the board. So this is why I harp on and on about not being motivated and doing things that you need to do in the absence of motivation. You don't need any motivation to brush your teeth. Yet you know for good hygiene, oral hygiene, and the quality of your teeth, that it's, it's, it's a necessity, you need to do it. it. What would happen if you didn't brush your teeth? I think we all know the outcome. <laughs> and that's the same thing, that is the exact same principle and correlation with your own health and fitness goals. If you want to become leaner, you know deep down 
that something with your nutrition has to change. It fucking has to. It's not gonna come from your training. You cannot out-train a bad diet. If your goal is to look and feel more confident, you need to do things which instill confidence and self-belief. And what better way to build that confidence and self-belief than lifting weights? So with the training programs I put in place with my clients, they generally work on a four-week block. We have a program and it runs for four weeks. On week one, we set a standard and we get some baseline numbers in there. When they come back for week two, the goal becomes very simple. Beat what you did in week one. So let's say you did, uh, let's say you did bench press and you lifted 40 kilos. When you come back next week, you have to beat 40 kilos. So let's say you bump it up and you do 45. When week three comes around, you have to beat that 45 kilos. And so on. That's how you build confidence in yourself. You did something more than what you did last week. And it's like, oh, wow, I feel great for that. It was hard. I didn't die, but it was challenging. And I feel good because I improved. And when you start looking at little things and you chunk it down, you break down these little goals into small individual habits on a daily and a weekly basis, the goal does take care of itself. But you can't get there by solely focusing on the end goal that you so want, that you so desire to achieve. It doesn't happen. So you don't need motivation when you have the right plan and you know exactly what to do. If you know what meals you should be eating, if you know the training program that you should be following, when you have these things, all you have to do then is execute upon that plan. And as an adult, you have the capacity to do that. You are able to do it. In the absence of motivation, hear my words. You don't need fucking motivation to follow a plan. You do it every day when you go to work. So if you understand that you have to strength train three days per week and you have a program and you understand the technique and you know how to perform it well, the goal becomes real simple. Hit all of your sessions. If you do that, success will follow. You will become stronger. You will become more efficient. You will become a fitter human being. So what you need to do moving forward is clearly define your goal. What is it specifically that you want to achieve? I want you to get as specific as possible. I once had a lady who came in and we did an assessment and uh, consultation and we got into some questions and she said that she wanted to fit into this red bikini that had been hiding away in one of her dresser drawers for a while. She she knew, I asked her, I was like, is there any piece of clothing you'd like to wear? And her eyes lit up. She knew fucking straight away she wanted to go and rock that red bikini come summertime. That was her goal. Perfect. I wrote that down straight away. Then what we did is we defined a clear plan of action to take her from where she is to where she wanted to be. Then the goal becomes simple. We don't focus on the red bikini. We focus on what needs to happen, what she needed to do to look amazing in that red bikini. So you've defined your goal. How much training do you need to do per week? Maybe it's two strength sessions per week. Maybe it's three. Maybe for you it's four. What type of nutrition do you need to follow? Are you trying to lose weight? If so, you must be in a calorie deficit. That is non-negotiable. I'm not negotiating with you. This is a fact. It is a simple mathematical formula of energy balance. Calories in, calories out. What are we doing on a daily and a weekly basis? If your goal is muscle gain, you actually need a calorie surplus. You need more calories than your body requires to repair and rebuild more muscle tissue. 
How much sleep do you require on a daily basis? For me, I know I need seven hours of sleep as a minimum. If I get less than seven hours, you don't wanna be around me. I'm not a very happy customer to be around. <laughs> but I also know for me, I don't function well with, with less than seven hours of sleep. So that's one of my habits. I actually have that on my habit tracker, seven hours of sleep. So when I get up, my phone sends me a notification. It pops up on my screen. Did you get seven hours of sleep? And I can either tick it as yes, completed, or if I didn't complete it, I cross it. But I can bet you, I can't even remember the last time I didn't get seven hours of sleep because that's how much it is, uh, that's how important it is to me to function at a high level. I need my sleep. Cheat meals, are you, how many cheat meals do you need per week? For your goals, once again, this is not how many you want, this is how many you are actually allowed or required or can allot yourself per week to achieve your goals. Maybe it's two per week. So if it is two cheat meals per week, when are you designating that you actually eat them? Is it two on the weekend? Is it one midweek and one on the weekend? You have to clearly define these things. So if your goal, if a behavior and an action item for you is, okay, I commit to having no more than two cheat meals per week, and you have three, you failed that specific item. Two is your maximum, you had three, that is not a tick on the board, that is a cross. You did not successfully complete that item. And when you start seeing lots of crosses on the board, you can rest assured that it is going to take you a lot longer to achieve your goals, or you won't achieve those goals. So you can see the connection now between ticks, yes, I'm doing what I need to do to hit my goals, and crosses, no, I'm not doing what I need to hit my goal. So we're just taking stock of what's, what's actually happening. It's not whether you want to do these things or not, it's are you doing these things or not? Your emotions do not get a say in whether or not you are doing what's required. You either did it or you didn't do it. It's black and white. I want you to have big goals. I want you to dream big and have these audacious things to shoot for, but you also understand what is required to get you there? So once you understand, okay, this is my big, audacious, meaningful goal, and you understand this is what I need to do to get from point A to point B, then your focus needs to be placed solely on how do I get there? What do I need to do today to get a tick on the board? And maybe it's several ticks on the board. For me and my habit tracker, I've got about five to seven items. And my goal each day is to get the most amount of ticks I possibly can. So I can get a maximum of, I think, seven. For you, you might start with two items on your habit tracker. Maybe it's training, maybe it's a nutrition thing. So most people, when they do, when we get to this point, most people avoid these things. They avoid doing the things that I'm talking about here because change is hard and it shines a mirror directly on you. There is nobody else to blame. There's no other circumstances. There's no other external factors. It's all on you. So when you do this self-assessment, you have to look yourself in the eye and say, hey, did you do what you needed to do or did you not do what you needed to do? That's super fucking simple. That's why most people avoid it because it lets you off the hook. If all you do is focus on your end goal. So Monday you wake up and you say, I wanna lose 20 kilos, I'll, I'll, let's do it. I'm gonna lose 20 kilos and that's as far as you take it. You're not gonna do what's required because you haven't outlined it. But on Tuesday you get up 
and you wake up and you think, yep, today's a fresh day, I'm gonna get after it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose 20 kilos, that's still my goal. But you do nothing to move yourself forward. And then on Wednesday you wake up and you say to yourself, I'm still gonna lose that 20 kilos, it still means everything to me. But yet again, you don't do anything specific to get you there. That's why I experience this all the time. People tell me, I think about my goals all the time, but yet you're no closer to actually achieving any of them. Why is that? It's because you're focusing on the wrong thing. You need to stop focusing on the outcome and the end goal that you desperately want to achieve, and you need to prioritize and focus on your daily inputs, the daily actions and behaviors that you are taking. These will drive the results that you want. Nothing else. Can't wish, you can't pray, uh, can't pray, you can't hope that things will turn out the way you want. And intentions are not actions. You can focus on I will, uh, I will eat, I will focus on eating healthy. You can focus on eating healthy all you fucking want, but unless you actually do something specific that is measurable, you're not going to get anywhere. I'm going to focus on eating well. How? What specifically will you do? Is it no calorie beverages? Is it no alcohol for four weeks? Is it uh, no food after 7 p.m.? Be very specific now. That's why you are where you are, because you are not specific enough with the actions that need to be taken to get you to where you want to go. Last thing, before I leave you, if you are not moving towards your goals, it is because you are taking the wrong actions or you are not taking enough of the right actions. So you might be taking the right actions, but maybe just not in enough quantity. Maybe you're not doing it aggressively enough. So if you are training three days per week, how intense are you training? Is it challenging you? Or is it kind of like a walk in the park and you think, oh, that was great, I had a fun time there. I could do that again. No, training should be intense. It should be very deliberate. It should have a purpose. Your nutrition, if, it, if your target is three liters, 2.8 liters is not three liters. Don't let yourself off the hook. Clearly define your standards and what needs to happen to get the end goal and then follow through. Show yourself, prove to yourself that you actually give a shit about your goal. Because when you do that, you will take more precise actions and get more precise results. That is the bottom line. So your focus now is to get your behavior and your action items penned down. You are going to focus on behavior goals, not outcome goals. Because when you do that, the end result takes care of itself, not the other way around. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.